Hey guys, welcome to Foreplay Podcast, a safe space for all things sex. Remember, if you're ready for sex, you're ready to talk about it. Welcome to another motherfucking episode of Foreplay Podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, Mercury's out of retrograde, yeah. bitches! Yeah. I'm Emily. <laughs> Maddie. G. <Gee. laughs> Instead of what's new, what are you done with that came with this retrograde? You know what I mean? Like, what are we really doing? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. Oh. Plus. Can I go? Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, I feel like the past year, maybe even like more than that, I've kind of been, what would the right word be? Putting up with stuff? Not standing up. Settling? For Settling. Thank you. Settling. Oh. <clears throat> Settling. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm honestly fucking done with it. I have goals now. Mm-hmm. I know what the fuck I want out of my life. And I'm sick of just waiting around for it to happen. Yes. I'm motivated. I still do want to die. <clears throat> but I am motivated. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for the future. I feel the most artistic and creative I have in many, many years. I started mm-hmm. drawing again for school. But I started drawing again. Um, I started Dipping into my spirituality again, doing tarot mm-hmm. readings, mm-hmm. speaking my crystals, you know. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. I lit incense for the first time in months yesterday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I feel like I'm blossoming. Oh, mm. yeah, Maddie. Mm-hmm. Bitch found herself again. <laughs> yes. yes. I love it. Took it took a while, but happy to be here. Yeah. Most mm. of the time. <laughs> Which is all we can ask for. Truly. This is true. But this I'm happy true. to see. I'm happy to see it. Okay, my retrograde? Okay, so I have anxiety disorder, and this whole week felt no anxiety. It just went switched right into depression, which was honestly really nice because I wasn't panicking every single day. It was just like numbness for like an entire week. So I think the only thing is that getting out of it, I don't want to have such like negative thoughts about myself or like what I'm doing because on regular not retrograde times, I'm pretty like confident in like my stream of life and like where I'm going. But like I just let this week like cloud my shit and I'm over it. Like that's yeah. Leave it Sayonara. Alone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Out of here. We're yeah. done with that shit. Right? Yeah. So that's what I'm doing. Letting shit go. Nice. Yeah, what about you guys? Well, I'm letting go of the fact that I repeat that I'm stupid, mm-hmm. dumb, my like literacy. Mm-hmm. And honestly, because I have to speak for a living, and it's so fucking annoying repeating these things in my head. Mm-hmm. And it like ha- and I'm having to like mentally fight with myself every time I open my goddamn mouth and I have mm-hmm. to do that all day long for work. Mm-hmm. So I'm letting that go mm-hmm. because I'm smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You are smart. And, yeah. and people want to listen to you. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is a gift. Not a lot of people want to listen to a lot of people. It's very true. It's very it's true. A, you inspire <laughs> a lot of people. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just want to take this non-retrograde, just this normal life that we get to live for however pocket of time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just to appreciate that and just work on the things that I want to work on without mm-hmm. this like negative gloom inside my head. Mm-hmm. Just like constantly as I'm talking, be like, uh-huh, oh, you sound really stupid. And it's like, mm-hmm. ah. yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. just this constant battle that I'm ready to let the fuck go. Mm-hmm. I don't want it anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to sayonara. Yeah. Sayonara. Goodbye. 
Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> um, I feel like that's very reminiscent of what retrograde is supposed to be for the most part is like inner demons, dialogue, things from your past, like those things that sometimes you could you could just kind of have subsided beside you. They really rear their head and force you to look at them and deal with them and like take them head on. Mm-hmm. But for me, it was like imposter syndrome for sure. Mm-hmm. And also just facing the ways that I fall short as like a person specifically at work. So that was like really, really hard because mm-hmm. coming into like a new role and not performing the way that I want to mm-hmm. all the time is like really fucking stressful. And mm-hmm. like, it's those voices like you're stupid, you're done, you literally don't belong here. Yeah. It's, you're just going to ruin it for yourself. And yeah. You're going to be like back where you started and like, ah, because I like my job. But it's true. Um, Literally, last day of retrograde, I got a compliment at work and I was like, oh, I was like, thank fucking God. And I just, yeah. I need that like self worth to be able to push me to like work hard when I need to because I can't just like self-sabotage things Mm -hmm. saying that while I don't have my notes today um for the pod but um, we're trying that's okay we're pushing through exactly you can obviously tell like feel really guilty about it I brought it up like four times (laughs) like fuck but anyways um but taking that and kind of rolling with it a little bit more and staring at those bad things and being like okay this may be true this is definitely not true so let's like work with what we can and, and mm-hmm. move forward mm-hmm. not absolve myself of responsibility but just like take the good with the bad and like mm-hmm. just be confident I have self-worth I, I'm in the place where I am with friends family work everything because I, I deserve it and I deserve to be happy and and you deserve to succeed. Yeah, which is, like, crazy. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Mm-hmm. So, like, wow. that and just go to therapy. Like, that's what I'm taking with me. <laughs> yep, on the nose. Yeah. And also, mm-hmm. fuck yeah for loving your job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cool. It's and weird. Good at your cool. job. Yeah. Good? I yeah, don't you know. Are. But, yeah, you are. But I'm, it's okay. I'm excited. And another thing that happened, which is, we're kind of going out of pocket here, but speaking of off Mm-hmm. You said out of pocket the other day, and I have been hearing it everywhere. everywhere since. <laughs> I don't say that phrase, so for me to say it, it came from you. I love um, that. But Trent said it. Jerry knew that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like, that's why I know. <laughs> <laughs> out of pocket, but I, I, in the my workplace setting, you really have no idea how other people are doing, other than like you can look up what is called the scorecard. But this person showed me their result of something compared to my result of something, and my result was really bad, but theirs was worse worse than mine. Mm-hmm. And we're at the same like we started at the same time. So mm-hmm. I was like, thank fucking god, you're struggling too. Yeah. Because at least I feel like this is where I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what totally. I mean? But um, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Wow. That's good. I'm glad. Nice. So goodbye, retrograde. On to happier things. Don't come back. Please just give us some air. Just a little bit. (laughs) You suffocate us again. Yeah. You can come back maybe like in the new year. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to go home and see like on Instagram or like the past. Yeah. Four days, the retrograde. (laughs) No, I won't make it. I won't survive this time. nipples in the end of that and we have a guest we have a guest so that's absolutely fantastic we're so excited yeah it's been a little while hey maddie it, yes it has i was gonna say <laughs> um everybody this is vincent vincent introduce yourself Woo. hi uh, i'm vincent 
Jackson. Um, I made them all do a second take because I had like my job and my name for a second. And I was like, fuck, like we're not doing this. Yeah, they can't know I'm here. And uh, uh, I moonlight. Um, also, like that's not the job I'm concerned about. That's why that's here. Um, I moonlight as a drag performer in Edmonton Ooh. named God, and that's like that's what I'm all about. Wow, amazing! Yeah. Wow. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. How'd you get into drag? Mm-hmm. Um, oh gosh, uh, I got into drag. Um, like. I don't know. I guess like everybody who got into drag after like 2016, which was like watching RuPaul's Drag Race and being like, I can do that. That's funny. I can definitely do that. Like, and you can definitely, I'll say, you can start now and still do old Drag Race. There is no catching up to new Drag Race unless you're like a trust fund kid or like (laughs) you're one of those people who's really good at schmoozing with like designers. Like, um, but yeah, I was just like, oh yeah, I could do that bullshit. And then I just found it was a really funny way to be just like funny and provocative and like mainly provide, just like to provoke people. (laughs) We love that. Yeah. And like, especially street people, like it really like pisses them off. Like still, like you would think like it's so mainstream, but like it's, they get like mad, mad. So it's, it's fun. Casually putting your life on the line. We love to see it. So how many years have you been doing it? Oh geez, I guess. Uh, oh fuck! Um, it's it was it's three years as of last week. Uh, wow. So, wow! Congratulations! Like, um, yeah, it's it, it's been a funny three years. Uh, I was really lucky. I got to like work a lot through the pandemic on like online stuff and on in person stuff, um, and that was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, with um, like obviously with with Gemini and with I Gotta Go, like I, I got to like just work on a lot of things and stay busy, but. Really yeah, it's, cool. it's been a whirlwind of a three years. I, I still have no idea what I'm doing, but <laughs> it's so much fun. <laughs> Honestly, none of us do, but that's no. fantastic. <clears throat> that's so awesome. Uh, just as the last question there, what um, what is your favorite thing about drag? Other than pissing off straight people. <laughs> Other than pissing off straight people? Jeez. Um, uh, oh, God. I, I guess it like, sounds kind of corny, but like sort of the community a yeah. bit. Like mm-hmm. that, That's what's been really exciting is like meeting everybody. Um but no, I think the money actually, yeah. like, I, I can't yeah. like say on camera, but like, it's obscene how much money you can make. Like if you hustle as a drag queen, like, or a drag performer, really like it's like, wow. I'm never putting that shit on my taxes. I could win drag race. I'd yeah. be like, I don't know where that hundred K. Question, question. Okay. So on your best night, how yeah. much, if you're willing to share, how much have you made? It, like, depends on the event, okay. um, but, like, I'd say brunch is really, really big. Myself, off of two brunch seatings with tips, it was, like, over $700, and that's off of, like, wow. door yeah. and tips. Shit! Which is, like, pretty nice, yeah. um, but, like, but I know plenty of queens who have done a brunch and, like, cleared a grand, no problem. Yeah. Like, wow. you can really, like, you can really collect. Um, yeah, yeah, like, about that. Wow, yeah, nice. so it's like it's fun, but like you obviously you can't get like a crazy super busy brunch every week. But mm-hmm. they're good; they pay the bills. Really, like it's like honest. Like you, you you book somebody in that when you like love them, and you're like, I need you to pay rent this month. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, like, and, and in, in that, okay. So how long does it take you to usually get ready? Ooh, um, it used to take like forever because like I would be like, oh, I really care. I'm just not an artistic person, and so I've never like been like, oh, I'm really gonna like make a fucking like van gough on my face or <laughs> um but 
uh nowadays because i super speed it up like 90 minutes like if i like if i'm trying a little bit harder like two hours but like 90 minutes top to bottom wow yeah that's impressive that's worth that 700 dollars. yeah right that's like that's how i feel because i'm sort of like like you do not you don't get paid for getting ready Mm -hmm. no like you don't you don't get paid for any of that so i'm like i really try to like drive up my hourly wage as high as possible to like yeah. justify it to myself there you Definitely. go yeah. oh, we yeah. love to see that wow. oh well thank you for sharing yeah, it's been a so pleasure cool. getting to know you seriously thank you for asking oh, <laughs> of course okay so today we're going to talk about uh stds and stis and kind of focus on stigma and just like some things we may not know just out of curiosity and of course only if you're comfortable sharing but have stds stis or the stigma around them have they impacted you personally i'm just just curious i would say not directly to me yes but yes i've been impacted by it by having to like just see people that i love be affected by things like that and and watch their journey so me personally yeah but For me, um, not personally, other than like the, like shame I used to get and honestly still do whenever I have cold sores. And I remember it's like, sometimes I'll have four cold sores Mm -hmm. and it's just like this like shame and embarrassment of having them. And, um, yeah, so that's the only kind of contact I've had with that surrounding it. Um, and then otherwise just the people around me yeah. and trying to support them and know that, and just create a safe space to yeah. talk about it and yeah. for them to feel <clears throat> heard and seen and yeah. valued. Mm-hmm. That's, that all, you, that's mm-hmm. all you can do really. Yeah. It's true. Honestly, I've never really had any experience with STIs or STDs. Um, I'm going to be honest, I'm a pretty gross bitch. Um, <laughs> I don't really use condoms, never heard of her. So, yeah, the thought never really crossed my mind. Probably should have gotten tested more throughout high school, but I didn't. Um, so, yeah, I wouldn't say I, it ever really like crossed my mind. If I'm being honest, it never was something that I was worried about. Um, or impact me and I've never known someone who had an STD or an STI so that you know of that I know it's true it's true true. yeah for me I've been tested um after seeing every single new partner that I've ever had um which is responsible (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) listen I know (laughs) but I think the only way it like personally impacts me is I think like if I did get an STI I just know I'd feel like so gross and like so bad about myself and I know that's something you shouldn't feel and like Mm -hmm. I hope to like someone listening doesn't feel that way Mm -hmm. I know like we all probably just deep down in our deep holes feel like shit but it's okay you know yeah Yeah, there is a lot of shame surrounding like STDs because there's just not enough information that we're told from a young age like Mm -hmm. how how are we supposed to know how to handle them where to get that information from like Mm -hmm. what to do if we get them like it's true I never learned that Mm -hmm. And it's important to talk about because so many people have had an STI, have STDs, Mm -hmm. and it's the shame and stigma that we continue to perpetuate by not talking Mm -hmm. about it because we need to normalize it because Mm -hmm. people in our trusted circles have these and feel too ashamed to tell their people. Yeah, no, seriously. And it should be okay. Yeah. And what about you, Vincent? Yeah. If you're comfortable sharing. Um, well, I've been, I've been really, uh, I've been lucky to like, at least like in the people that I've known, we've always been like really, really open when we talk about like, like, S- like STDs and STIs. So yeah. That's cause like 
it's because of shit that I did in school and the friends that I made. We were all like, oh, like we we all like did these stupid workshops. So we like like yeah. really like had it like drilled into us. Like I'd say the biggest thing is that there are people who still like aren't open about it and people who are really afraid to go and get t- I think there's a lot of fear behind us yeah, guys. like totally. and I think that there's a lot of like oh I don't want to like I think for some people they're just like afraid to find out that they have one yeah, and, like yeah. it's not a big deal if you do or if you don't like I've like you know I've been really lucky that I don't but like not that I know of but yeah. like I haven't been tested in a while but I've been practicing safe <laughs> yeah. sex so I'm yeah. like well you know that's, that's yeah fun. we convince um, ourselves I, you know? I, I yeah. should go and get tested so that this is my little like mea culpa that I'm gonna go get tested <laughs> yeah. but, um, oh sorry I lost my train of thought that um you know that's that's what happens when you smoke weed on a podcast <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> been there I, um I, I think that I've been lucky that uh, the people, the people around me, like we, we, we make it a value as you guys have to like reduce stigma around it. And like, you know, sometimes I slip up like the, the term clean, I hate like, but the, the, the term clean is still a term that I think pops up from time to time. And mm-hmm. it's like, gotta be really careful. Cause like, it's really like, it's not dirty at all to like have like a, an STD or an STI. And like, I know plenty of people who have had like one or more or like mm-hmm. have had plenty of like contact or like scares otherwise. And it's just like, if we're going to be living in this like fun, open love, like sexually, like extremely sexually liberated and sex positive movement, then we need to like recognize like, this is the stuff that comes with it. It's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like, we don't stigmatize like knee injuries from like hockey or football or something, yeah. you know, because that's like an occupational hazard. Like STDs and STIs are an occupational hazard. Wow, oh, that was one. such yeah. a fantastic <clears throat> way to put that. Thank you. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. Oh, thank you. It's like seriously, blame the pod. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we love to see it. We really yes. do. I love how we caught the lighter noise too. I'm yeah. so happy. <laughs> sorry, yeah, like no. that's like I'm mainly apologizing for the lighter because I hate the way it goes like on the uh, on the track. Honestly, I'm okay with it. We need a little bit of spice in our lives, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm changing the podcast. (laughs) Okay, next question. So I want to kind of go around. We we admitted whether we're impacted, and I think we kind of segued into my next question, and I think, gee, you did that also fantastically. (laughs) But um, how do you participate in stigma around STDs and STIs? This one's like a a harder question where you have to look a little bit more internally, but... Um, for me personally, again, I'll just, I'll, I'll still laugh, but, um, I think it's that I think that I'm, you know, this person who is like, so like liberal and progressive and is like a beacon of sex positivity, but I don't know a lot about STDs and STIs. And that in yeah. itself is kind of a privilege because I have been like lucky, whatever that means to mm-hmm. just com- continue living my night life normally, not having mm-hmm. to, um, disclose things to partners or worry about like self-worth after like contracting something or, you know what I mean? Like I've just, I've just been able to be a little bit ignorant. So that's, that's kind of me. And that's kind of the reason for the episode again. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. thanks for helping me get to the bottom of that. Um, but anyone else? I think, yeah, just taking on the like ignorant point because Mm -hmm. that is completely me. Mm -hmm. And I think definitely talking about it more and going like going forward, how do we have more conversations surrounding it? Because even we're talking about like the syphilis outbreak, like STIs, people are getting them, you know, and and, you know, these people are going to get them Mm -hmm. because it, again, it's, 
having that like sexual freedom and sexual fluidity with all of these different people, Mm -hmm. well, we need to practice safe sex. Mm -hmm. And what does that look like? And also how do we respect that other person, especially Mm -hmm. for having multiple partners Mm -hmm. and definitely not having those conversations uh, is currently current like currently yeah. you know like mm-hmm. um other than like literally that condom that I was talking about the other day that was like <laughs> yeah, I had to I had to tell, me, tell me about this condom yeah. okay so oh no. me and this guy were having sex we talked about how we gotten tested and um we had that chat but then we lost the condom so he's fucking me oh, he comes story. condom and then we're like looking around, we're looking under the bed, where'd the condom go? Looking under the sheets, we're like, mm, we'll find it in the morning. Then his fingers <laughs> enter me again. He's like, you know, going, going around, he's like, I can, t- I can see it in his eyes. He's like, not, he's been taken away. You know? And he fishes this condom out of me. And at, and at that point too, okay, that conversation now really needs to happen because yeah. the condom inside me yeah there is a naked dick inside me yeah. <laughs> yeah. so and sorry nope that was it there's just two things that popped into my head while you were saying that um sexual health is also a question of accessibility which i think is super important and we are really lucky to have access to all of the things that we would need to have access to to kind of continue participating in safe sex but also there's some like the question of um have you been tested and, and this and that um, sometimes isn't enough. And that's scaly mm-hmm. because there yeah. are people who are either like too ashamed or unaware or don't care, I guess, mm-hmm. or like are willing to like cross that boundary mm-hmm. to participate in unprotected sex. And, and you really change the trajectory of your life for a little bit, but Ooh. those are just thoughts. It's me. <laughs> it's me. What do you mean? I've just never been good at like, asking partners or like well in my adult life because I've been with the same partner and now partners so it's not been a a huge thing that I've had to deal with over and over again but as a youth I (laughs) never cared about it I didn't give a flying fuckeroony just put your dick in me or maybe you didn't who cares (laughs) Yeah. yeah yeah but I just I was ignorant like you said I didn't care I getting tested didn't even cross my mind I was like, I don't need to do that. Like, again, like I'm clean, that mm-hmm. word again. And yeah. it's just like, yeah, it's just an ignorant and a naive way of thinking that I think needs to change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. You were young. <laughs> like, for the record, like, and fucking, like, unprotected is something you should do while you're young because everybody isn't fucking around quite yet. Yeah. Like, it's true. It's true. Everyone's fresh. No, so. <laughs> Yeah, I mean not to I mean not to encourage or not encourage. Yeah. <laughs> You're like how like, unprotected sex. <laughs> yeah. Um I feel weird about the like protected versus unprotected sex thing, but I'm I'm I don't want to step over UG, so I want you to answer the question and then I'll step in. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I don't I don't have much other than yeah, like I personally have just been tested, but I'm also just a hypochondriac, so like comes with that. Um but I don't know, I just personally when it comes to STDs like I never had like a comfortable conversation with anyone it was always like you're gonna get pregnant and die and that was, <laughs> yeah! it. That was it so I definitely like if that was more encouraged I'd be like way more confident to have better conversations with partners about STDs as well like because yeah. I think I do get insecure about being like are you clean like are you tested when it should be totally fine yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's like important to like uh, to, to to ask for like test results one way or another. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I think like verbal confirmation is fine, but like, yeah, like Jada, as you pointed out, like that's like that's sort of a uh, a lot of people are willing to cross like verbal confirmation bound. Like, people are like willing to lie to fuck, you yeah. know? And, yeah, like, true, and, true. And, like, there's a difference between like little white lies, like my job is better than it is, <laughs> yeah. and, like, yeah. and like you know. Um, although I guess that we can talk about that, but um, <laughs> uh, like as as opposed to like you know harmful like lies that I I would like I would constitute as like assault kind of yeah. like oh, I, I, like you know I, I I say kind of but like I think like you know full stop. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I think like you know a, a fun thing to do is to ask people to like show the receipts. Yeah. Yeah. Show me, show me a fucking photo of it. Yeah, yeah. like it's like every time I've had one, I've taken a photo of it because I'm like, this is just really good proof to have. You yeah. know, like free yeah. vaccine oh, passport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really, it's a fucking passport. Yeah, yeah like give me a break. And uh, now you've got to ask about vaccination status too. <laughs> yeah. oh, you got all the receipts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm gonna send you a list of questions. Fill them out. Send yeah. me proof. It's Thanks. literally yes. an interview. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Like everyone else is like horny chatting, and I'm. Just like okay, like I've just like got like the questionnaire. Like I can tell them, yeah. like, like we don't need to chat. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, exactly. Like, but yeah, these for me, and then I'll give you my address. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it is important to note, like you having an STD or an STI and not having that conversation with your partner is a form of yeah. Disclosing that is a form of assault. Yeah, yeah. Big time. Yeah, and, like, I mean, and I think there's also like something to say for like ignorance about it. Like, I yeah. mean, like you can be like so confident that that the you that you haven't contracted any yep. stis that you're not contagious with with anything you know because like because something's come and go and you have them for life mm-hmm. um but uh like you know even even lying about that is something that i don't like like i mean i think that it's it's really fine to just be like hey like I actually don't know my status. So yep. like I don't know where put a fucking condom on. It's yeah. just really like mind blowing to me that people are just like just just throw it on like for old time's sake. Yeah. And don't get tested together. It's yeah. such a cute little date because yeah. it takes it forever. Is. It takes forever. <laughs> yeah. And now you gotta book your appointment. Yeah. yeah. They're not doing walk-ins. The runaround. Not a lot of places are doing walk-ins. Because yeah. of COVID. But of COVID. I know, they I know my girls at the downtown are doing walk-ins. Nice. Oh, okay, like, go downtown. It's not for me, it's for like other people. I'll take advantage of the walk-ins. Yeah, literally. I love that. that. Amazing. Okay. Okay. So a follow-up question, which actually I don't think I asked you the question, so I'm so sorry. Um, How do you think you participate in in perpetuating the stigma surrounding STDs? Oh, my God. Oh, I I totally thought I dodged it. I was like, I'm an unproblematic babe. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Yeah, like, um, uh, same ways as everybody else. Um, I think especially, like, being, like, like, a queer dude guy person, like, has been... Like, you know, like, really, like, ever since I was a kid, like, uh, and, like, you know, feminine and, like, faggy or, like, whatever, <laughs> um, like, you, it, like, the, the idea of HIV and AIDS has just been so, like, linked, like, specifically with, like, gay dudes and men, you know, and, like, that's not where it exactly is, like, the face of HIV and, like, who actually has it in our community, like, really, really varies, and, like, that's not to, like, be, like, take the spotlight off of us, that's, like, we need to highlight the communities that have the most. They're the ones who are in need of the most, like, mm-hmm. outreach and antiretrovirals and medication and yada, yada. Um, but, 
yeah, I think like, you know, part of the stigma is just being like, one, afraid of like, especially like HIV and AIDS was like being afraid of it, um, mm-hmm. like shaming people who had it. Like, um, I was lucky where like there was a kid who had HIV, like a little kid, like, uh, like who was seven years old when I was like nine or maybe 10 in elementary school. Mm-hmm. And like, they like, we got like the really early, like woke talking to like, that's shocking that I got this, like from a young age that was like, it can't be passed this way. It can't be passed this way. Like these people are like safe people to be around. Like with medication, you can lead a long life, especially mm-hmm. as a child. Um, but you know, yeah, but at, at the end of the day, you're still really, really scared of it. And there, there was like, especially, I think until five or six years ago, I think people just felt comfortable to like, uh, stigmatize people for it or shame people for it. Or, um, you know, just like not like joke about it, like joke about it in really nasty ways. Like, and like, I would joke about it too. Like you would joke that you wanted somebody to get AIDS, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Which is like, so silly and awful to say, like, like, you know, what, 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 what a terrible thing. Um, but yeah. Oh God, I really went in there. Sorry. That's no, no, that's fantastic. I perpetuated <laughs> yeah. Um, if and not to just be like, hey, tell the gay guy to tell us about HIV and AIDS, but you had you had a lot of words there that sounded like there was some substance there. So if you wanted to tell us more about it, you're more than welcome to. Just oh like you talked about. Like, um, uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, there was a name that you had for medication, and I can't think of it now. But I wanted to. Okay, were we talking about prep or antiretrovirals? Uh, antiretroviral. That was the one I was unfamiliar with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those are like ARVs, and like fuck, I wish I knew more. Like, but basically, they are a type of medication that you that you have when you like have the HIV virus, I believe. Yeah, antiretroviral therapy. Sorry, I'm like really trying to like skim Google to like no, unlock the no, that's perfect. My brain. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Okay, so basically, like, what happens is like they, um, they basically like bring down as far as I know similarly to prep but not in the same way like but they bring down like HIV reproduction and they bring down what's called like your viral load like in your cells and what that means is like oh so this is really exciting oh I get to share like my favorite part so um with this medication what's happening right now is like these antiretrovirals uh so basically yeah they keep like the HIV virus like at bay more or less in your blood like to really really minimal amounts um they're like bringing down viral loads to the point that you can like have unprotected sex and like not transmit the virus, like not oh. like at all at all at all, but like a extremely high confidence rate, mm-hmm. higher than the COVID vaccines. Because for the record, right. they promised us really good shit. And, like <laughs> shit's so wrong. Like I just want to point that out. Like this is like actually like very effective. And so there's this new term that we use, which is um, U equals U. And it's undetectable is untransmittable, which you guys may have heard that term before. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's like, yeah, it just means that uh, this medication can bring your viral load down enough that you never have to worry about transmitting the virus. And like, and if your partner is taking like these extra medications, then it's like fucking with like birth control condom, uh, partner on top. I'm trying to think of like all the ways to like not have a baby. It's like doing all of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, so I would definitely say, like, antiretrovirals and PrEP are, like, the things that people should talk about. That's a really, probably the best way to reduce HIV and AIDS stigma is to, like, point out that, like, um, these people are leaving, leading, like, happy, normal, and long lives um, because mm-hmm. of, like, advances that we've made in medicine. And, like, all we have to do is just encourage everybody to get tested for it. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. That's, wow. That's Yay, so interesting. That so yeah. happy. Yeah. Like the smile on my face. I was like, no, I love it. I absolutely love it. It um, brings me to just, I guess, like how we met, but I was watching a drag show at Evolution and God was performing and it was fantastic. You looked amazing, by the way. Um, the dress with the balloons was so, so, so fun. And your second outfit was like very neon. It was just like, it was, yeah, I was in love with it. I wish you guys were there. You guys would have loved it. So we got to come support one day. Um, but during your number, uh, you talked about prep, which was really, really fucking cool. So if you want to tell us a little bit more about that, that would be fantastic. I would love to. Um, uh, so, uh, this number, so it's really, really funny. So the reason that, like, I feel so, I guess, confident in, like, imparting this knowledge about HIV and AIDS <laughs> and, like, um, and STIs and stigma um, and antiretrovirals and PrEP and yada yada is because I went to a workshop that was put on by EMHC, Peer and Peer, and HIV Edmonton. Yes? What is the first acronym that you said? For, for sure, for sure. So EMHC is um, uh, the Edmonton Men's Health Collective. Cool. So they're like an inclusive health collective that's like focused on like queer and trans men's health um, and like getting them resources. And then Peer and Peer is like provides like safer sex and drug use and like harm reduction stuff cool. for like queer people because like we're vulnerable and like we do lots of drugs. Um, uh, and HIV Edmonton is like a local like um, HIV advocacy and like fundraising group. Um, and yeah, they basically, they put on this workshop for the Queens and then they said, you, and they gave us an honorarium and like, if you ever want me to like do things, like just give me an honorarium. Like I'll like, I'll, I'll, I'll be your bitch. I'll do anything. <laughs> I love and they that. just like, just kept dangling checks in front of us. <laughs> uh, so we like went to the workshop and then we went to the photo shoot and then we went and then they were like, we want you to do like a health drag show. And this was all in 2020. This was like, and 2019. Yeah. It was like late 2019, early 2020. And we planned this big sexual health show where each of us got like a topic and I was given prep and I was like, awesome. I'm going to do, I'm just going to read the bullet points like, <laughs> in the middle of Charlie XCX. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and then the show got canceled because of COVID. Yeah. Oh. But they gave us the money anyway. because Good. Um, and I had not started work on the number back when the show was canceled because the show was canceled like two or three weeks in advance. So I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do yet. And then they gave us money anyway, which is really nice. But then around August, they came fucking knocking and they said, hey, remember that show that we paid you for? Like, we're here to collect. Uh, and so we did this, like, private show that was broadcast on the internet from Evolution. Uh, and that's where I did prep for you. And I was like, I'm going to read the bullet points of, like, prep, um, which is that... Uh, Oh God, I used to know this by heart. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that it's basically like, it's a medication that you can take consistently and daily that can prevent uh, HIV transmission uh, by like 92% or something. It can stop replication of the HIV virus in your CD4 cells, but it's not an antiretroviral. Um, and basically like, it's a drug that if we're all taking and we're all getting tested regularly, like we'll not like, we'll, we'll literally end HIV and AIDS, which is so cool. Like, I mean, just cause we've, we've ended the stigma, which is really, really nice. Or not like, oh, sorry, we haven't ended the stigma, I should say. But um, like we're working on ending the stigma, which is really nice. But I think that like we can go a step further beyond being like, hey, like don't be ashamed to have this virus. Like we can also very easily like stop the shame and then eradicate the virus because no one's afraid of it or ashamed oh, of it. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Um, 
Yeah, and then long story short, I wanted to do that number again for the Hyper Pop show because I had, didn't have any ideas. I like Charlie XCX. <laughs> and I knew people would like the prep message. Mm-hmm. I think the prep message is a good message uh, to put out there. And um, we're really lucky where this uh, this group, Freddie, um, who, if you don't know, Freddie and Freddie, you don't have to give me any money for this this time. <laughs> but uh, they're called like GoFreddie.com and they're like a, they're, they're just a group that gets you free prep. If you're in Alberta and they're really, really, they'll just, they'll figure it's free. Don't even, don't even worry about it. Cause that's the issue is it can be a lot of money and it can be expensive, but with groups like that, they're making it free and they sponsor some of our drag shows. We have to give the prep speech every month. We're like so excited to (laughs) We love Freddie. That's awesome. (laughs) Freddie. I actually, um, when I was looking at different STD and STI clinics in Edmonton, I went to, um, this Oh, can oh. you see it? Oh, God. Freddy. Yes, Freddy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, gofreddy.com. And they have, <laughs> yeah, a bunch of just really good information. But I haven't looked at all the rest. So that's super cool. Wow. That's super cool. Yeah, sorry. Thank you guys for letting me monologue about um, about HIV. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah. Seriously, though, thank you for sharing. Because a lot of that stuff I had no sweet Same. clue about. So Same. that's awesome. Hey, I'm, uh, I'm, I, it's, it's, it's fun. It's fun to learn this shit, you know, yeah. like, uh, you should come to some of these where they'll pay you 50 bucks to sit in there and learn this stuff. Oh, yeah. like we'll literally be there. We really will. <laughs> so we're going to play a little game of myth versus fact. Everyone go, yay. <laughs> okay, Maddie, you're up. Hi, I'm your host and I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so the first myth or fact, I'm going to turn my camera so Jada can't see it. Okay. Um, if you or your partner have an STD, you'll have symptoms or signs. And then, ah, nope. <laughs> Sec- the second one. Um, many STDs have no warning signs at all or only mild symptoms. Um, this first one is, is a myth. Correct. So, um, so there's a lot of STDs that have no warning signs at all. And this is especially true for women. Um, or I guess people who have vulvas, Uh um, in addition, some types of STDs may present symptoms that come and go, um, regardless of whether you're experiencing symptoms from an STD, it can be, it can still be, holy shit, it can still be (laughs) transmitted to your partner during sexual activity. And it is imperative that you schedule a simple STD test, Mm -hmm. regardless of if you have symptoms or not. Cool. Okay. to see it. (laughs) Next one. I'm ready. Give us a good one. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Are you okay? Oh, this is a good one. Okay. Okay. Who are you asking? Who are you asking? Oh, I was just asking the crowd. Pick crowd. someone, otherwise I'll blur it out. No, I I can't. Just, okay. Just. We'll vote. Okay, sorry. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. STDs can be transmitted from a toilet seat. <clears throat> who's who's answering? No, wait. I didn't. Oh, okay. See, I always think you're just doing one and we're nothing. Because there's the myth or the fact. I have both. But oh. Uh, I think you. Oh, I, I think we guess, now. and then you tell us the real answer. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna guess like I'm gonna guess myth on this one because <laughs> you haven't told us the fact. Yet. <laughs> yes, it's a myth. 
Most STDs are only transmitted through, oh, I hate this word, vaginal, anal, or oral sex. Vaginal. Vaginal. It's so racist. I read it vaginal, though. I read it that way. It's true. Vaginal. Pardon me. I'm illiterate. No, you you can read. Okay. Get him. Um, okay, if you are a woman, you may also spread your STD to your baby if you're pregnant. Um, childbirth or breastfeeding. Yep, that's the end of the sentence. <laughs> mm. Okay, <laughs> who's guessing? No, that's just the this fact. This is, like, so, oh. like, shady to, like, <laughs> right? like women. Like, yeah. 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 Like, 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 people with vaginas, but, like, you're being mean to, like, you can give it to your baby. Like, <laughs> yeah, don't be a whore. Like, <laughs> I mean, but you can. Um, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> <Big> syphilis. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So herpes can additionally be transmitted through kissing. We already know that. Um, hepatitis B, syphilis, and the AIDS virus can spread with the sharing of needles, hug, hugs. <laughs> it said hugs? <laughs> Hugs. Are we sure about this one? <laughs> Are we sure I'm about this? Baptist, like, like HIV and AIDS. Like literally. Are we sure? <laughs> it's literally an OBGYN. This is like in a sex ed class with kids. It's like you can get it if you hug somebody, if you kiss somebody, and you will die. Yes. That it sounds depends, like a really. Maybe depends on like the nature of the hugging. Yeah. Like, like yeah. you can hug, like, because that's not penetrative. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, it's true. That would have to be one sloppy hug oh it was the end of a sentence and the start of a new one that's why okay hugs toilet seats uh, towels and telephones are not means of transmission yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh god so the hugging is safe <laughs> hugs okay oh, i'm so sorry i'm, oh, sw- I'm sweating <laughs> okay ask the next one um okay if you have an std once you cannot get it again Myth or fact? Myth. I think it's a myth. It is myth. Nice. <laughs> There's a pattern here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, I love you. Hepatitis B is the only STD that your body can build immunity towards. Otherwise, you can pass the same STD back and forth until you receive proper treatment to eliminate the disease or infection. So it's a myth and a fact. Technically, yes. But is hepatitis B an STD? No, actually. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay. This is how we pass multiple choice tests. Yeah. Is we have to find the pattern. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Throw the odd C in there. And that was it. Oh, that was fun. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Thank you very that much. That was a literal mess. Um, I cannot read, apparently. While we're transitioning, I need to ask you about your Yeezus tattoo. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, <laughs> I got it, like, years ago because it's just like a sick logo like yeah i remember my tattoo artist was like this looks like the metallica logo and it just like unlocked everything for me and i was like it's like metallica but like not those guys yeah like i'm like i'm like i'm a, I'm a kanye guy yeah like, i'm white you know like i think like he's, <laughs> <laughs> like, he's uh, yeah he's definitely a funny guy and by like funny guy i mean like he has his off days and like dude like says some silly shit but like i think actions speak louder than words and i think like his actions are really like what move me and interest me and that includes his music but i do think that he talks out of his ass sometimes sorry i have to like say that as a disclaimer because we're like a <laughs> the kanye like, defense we're on, a sex, yeah. we're on a sex podcast and like 
Kanye West is like, a, like he said disparaging things about like sex people and by sex people, sex people, sex workers, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, yeah. <clears throat> and his exes. But um, yeah, I just love the tattoo. It's aged really well because I feel like everybody hates him so much now that people are like, oh, remember Yeezus? And like, <laughs> yeah. for Zoomers, like that's their like old Kanye. Yeah. Like yeah. that's like, like, that's what they heard when they were 10. Like, I was hearing, like, the original shit when I was 10. Yeah, like, and yeah. then for them, they're like, yeah, Jesus, like, we bumped that shit, like, at the trampoline park all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm so sorry. What are we transitioning to, by the way? I'm so sorry. Like, okay. what, what? Really quick. What we're just going over some STDs and STIs that are undetectable. So this is why yes. you need to go get tested. I have a question for you. Yes. <laughs> what does it mean to be undetectable? So basically there's just no signs or symptoms almost at all. Yep. Side note, mm-hmm. when we were picking our topics, we were also talking about having a Zoom meeting with you and G just slipped in like talking about that and then right underneath she said, I can do undetectable. So then my blonde ass was like, oh, yeah, you can, like, make the voice different and, like, alter the face so, like, no one knows. And they're all like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. I know, I read that. I'm like, wait, wait what? It's a wild place. Okay. Oh, the that's first so one. That's so funny. <laughs> can you pixelate me real quick? <laughs> Filter on. We'll just put, like, a Kanye picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, oh, my God, Okay, so the first one is HPV, and it says it's the most common sexually transmitted infection, and it's one that condoms can't always protect against. So um, some strains cause genital warts, but many don't show any physical signs at all. The next one is chlamydia, and chlamydia is one of the most common STIs in women under 25 and is known as the silent infection. Um, So yeah, so most people don't experience symptoms at all with that one. So you have to go see your OBGYN. OBGYN. <laughs> and then right, yes. the last one I have is gonorrhea. So it's just kind of similar to chlamydia. You just don't really see many symptoms sometimes. So be careful out there. Get be tested. If there. something's a little funky, get tested. <laughs> um, I have a COVID question for you, Jane. Yes. How many did you you you? I'm, I'm hoping that you didn't get COVID nineteen. I didn't. I that. Okay. How many times did you get a COVID nineteen test? I actually only got a tested one time. Oh. I know. Nice. Otherwise, <laughs> I just stayed home. Anyway. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. I, I never had any close contact tests, but whenever I like, I whenever I did a private gig, I'd be like, hey, "I'm gonna get tested after before I go see my mom for a couple." Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. Smart. That's true. Yeah. Sorry, I was just like curious because I was like, oh, I get tested all the time for like STIs. How many no. COVID tests? Have you After had? I had that first COVID test of in the nostril, I was like, I'm good. <gasps> <laughs> yeah. I've never been nosed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's so bad. bad. It's not. You don't want to do it again. Have you guys all been nosed? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. One More t- times than I. One time, nosed. I had to get two in one test. Two. No. Two. They Both really did. They like did you. the the normal one and then the rapid one. And the guy's like, did I make you cry? I'm like, yeah, you made me fucking cry. <laughs> I had to get a rapid test. And she like, she, I, she could tell that I was nervous. She's like, don't worry. And then she jams it up to my <laughs> don't brain. Worry. And then she's like, oh, ha, I got some boogers on there. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. And I'm like, fucking brain matter on there. Yeah. yeah. It literally, literally yeah. 
discussing is not fun. I'm glad to have it hopefully, hopefully Mm -hmm. over with. I don't have to get tested again soon. Yeah. Yeah. Jada had to get tested before work every single day. Yeah. For a long time. In the nose. He's, uh... Mm-hmm. That is hardcore. It was yeah. not fun. <laughs> that is hardcore. She was in the little NHL bubble. I'm just like, no. But yeah, and what, did was, you, what, what, what were you doing for that? I was serving hospital? in a restaurant, and we did the NHL bubble, so we got tested every day before work, and then we did the World Juniors bubble. So it was two, and then I was also sick a lot, and just had a lot of tests in my life. Mm-hmm. No, my Emma, this this guy I know, Ed, he he's like an audio guy and he was in the NHL bubble and yeah, it's testing all the time. Yeah. And like, did you stay at the hotel or did you go home? No, I went out? home, which was I think why we had to get tested every day. I don't know if it made a difference, but the our hotel connected to our restaurant housed five teams. It was kind of cool actually. I don't care for hockey, yeah, but it was, it was cool, cool, wasn't it? Yeah. Hey, yeah. that was the other got one. a little one of the <laughs> We're gonna like, talk about that later. <laughs> Okay, so the last thing, my topic was um, about the syphilis outbreak that is in Alberta. There's a lot of syphilis here. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so like there's been a lot of syphilis. There's yeah. been a lot of syphilis, <clears throat> and it's only progressively getting more and more. Um, the good thing about syphilis, though, you just need to get tested. Mm-hmm. Just go get tested. If it's caught early, <clears throat> it all you have to do is just take some antibiotics. And it goes <clears throat> away? Yeah, and it goes away. Stages. So really, See, I know nothing about STDs. Yeah, and this one, so it's just an infection. So if you get tested, it's usually one to two weeks after. Um, but what it does, it like attacks your T cells, so it's going to lower your immune system. Um, and then, so out of a hundred thousand people, twenty-four Canadians have it. So that's like twenty-four, yeah, percent out of a hundred thousand people. So definitely worth getting tested regularly to yeah to avoid cool um so syphilis is a bacteria so you have what are they called oh yeah little ulcers and the fluid on top of that ulcer is uh, if you come in contact with someone else so that is where you can give it yeah contract it that it's that so fluid. <laughs> so it's okay. We don't have to be scared. Yeah, That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Just the word ulcer sounds horrible. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it might be like a bit of a pain, but like, you know, I mean, people have like IBS. Like, <laughs> I have IBS. IBS. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, oh God. Like, you know, like nothing is worse. Like, you know, like, honestly, I have had like, like legit pimples with like actual <laughs> mucus you know when you like oh, no. no it's like an ingrown hair okay oh yeah but you, do you remember we had the same thing <laughs> <laughs> she's like don't compare my skin to yours <laughs> <laughs> but we had like I, well I'm just selling you out now because I'm going in it too but okay. um there was these like bumps and I can't remember what they were but they were like the chicken skin thing was like it strawberry skin what's that Never mind. I think we're talking about a different thing. Okay. okay. But they were like little, yeah, little like bumps and stuff. Mm-hmm. But there's, there could be all sorts of things. All you sorts know? of things. <laughs> yeah. So get tested. Get tested. Might not be anything. Might be something that you can treat. Yeah. Which is everything. You can treat everything. Yeah. Pretty much. Okay. So we got a question on our Instagram. So thank you to whoever sent this. We'll keep it anonymous. So they said, so I was fooling around with this guy yesterday and I hadn't had any physical slash sexual contact happen in a while because single in a pandemic, LOL. Anyways, he was rubbing my clit, felt great, listened to what I wanted really well. 
Then I wake up this morning and my clit really hurts. So sensitive, like when I use the washroom, when I sit wrong, even when I'm wearing jeans and just walking around. I'm wondering if this has happened to any of you and I'm looking on Google, but I'm finding no answers. Just want to know what you guys would do about it. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay, I just want to speak first because um, Spectrum Boutique actually posted a Snapchat, or um, sorry, an Instagram story about this or something similar. Basically, they were talking about, or someone had asked, can my clit go numb? Or like, is that safe? Like, what do I do if that happens? And they basically said that it's just overstimulation and it might take you a day, maybe even two days, maybe even three days for it to start to feel normal again. Um, especially if you're using like a vibrator or something like that, something that has even more power than just like using your fingers and to just like let your clit rest, give it a little <laughs> break or some breathable underwear and Maybe hold off on the masturbating for a few days. And that's that. it. It's like it goes to the meme of the fucking person with the jackhammer on their like, Honestly. Yeah. Honestly me. Thanks. Yes, thank you for that. I just yeah. want to pat you on the head. Yeah. Um, what did you think when you read it? Yeah, my only thought was some people too, like I've had sex with someone and after like felt super wrong. And I think it's just like transfer of bacteria can happen. And sometimes your body just needs to flush it out. So just give it a couple of days. And I think it could just be sleeping with a new person or getting touched by someone who maybe didn't wash their hands. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, did he wash his fucking hands? Because I bet, I bet you he didn't. Right, exactly. Yeah. 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 So wash your hands. Right. And like, <laughs> I don't think specifically your clit is um, like a mucous membrane or, or like super like porous, but regardless, you could get a little, what if you had a snaggle too? Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. um, what if but, you get a little, little, yeah, a little cut in there? Yeah, you, you know? could get a little cut, yeah. you could get, get a little scratch. There could have been a lot of pressure. I would say get tested anyways, because again, uh -huh. that's kind of like the point of, you know, yeah. bringing it home, but yeah. get tested anyways. Yeah. But like, it could be totally normal. It could just be sore. You're just beating the pussy out. Yeah. Could even you know be I mean? a yeast infection. A yeast. True. It literally True. could be. Especially yeasty. if he didn't wash his like, damn hands. Like, that's how I, I feel like that's just always, that's, that, that's a good, that's where you end up on the flow chart. It's always mm -hmm. just like, well, it might be yeast infection. So check yeah. out. Yeah. Exactly. Literally yeah. us talking ourselves out of getting tested. That's ah, just yeast. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Well, thank you so much yes, for being on our thank podcast. You. Oh, thank you for having me. It, this was a, this was a blast, and I'm happy that we got to chat about you know STIs. Yeah. Thank you for letting me like be a teacher, not a teacher, but like an annoying teacher. I should have sat in my chair backwards with your Jesus. I should be a teacher oh. now. The kids would go apeshit oh. for it. They would absolutely. Um, you can find me on Instagram at God Drag Queen. Uh, you can find me if you're wild. Uh, this Sunday, although I don't know when this is going up, but Sunday, October 24th at the Underground Tap and Grill on Jasper Ave. We're doing a brunch with Lemon as our special guest. Ooh, like the Lemon from RuPaul's Drag Race, or just, sorry, Canada's Drag Race. RuPaul was not involved. <laughs> yeah, RuPaul made it known. <laughs> And then I'm Thursday, October 28th. Oh, that I, that same day, I'm in a super bill. I'm, I'm booked. I'm too booked. Uh, anyway, booked sorry, but busy. the big important one is Thursday, October 28th at Evolution Wonder Lounge. We are hosting our Tribute Thursday, Agata and I, and we are doing Janet Jackson, and it's called Janet Jack-O-Lantern. Yeah! Yes! And it's going to be all Janet. I know we've got Janet fans in the house, okay? Like, mm -hmm. I'm a big fan, personally. Yeah. 
Um, so if you're listening to this, come to that. And if not, just follow me on Instagram because I overpromote all of my shit. You, there's no excuse. Perfect. Yes. That's fantastic. Thank wow. you so Perfect. much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. You, uh, you guys are all a treat. And uh, if you come to one of my shows, I'm going to do a, a number for you. So like, yes. Yes. Definitely. we will be there. We'll figure we will. It out. I'll figure out. I'll, I'll do like some crazy sex talks number. Hell yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Yes. Awesome. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for letting me randomly ask you to come onto the pod on the street. <laughs> Anytime. Literally, like if you ask me to do something after a show, I'm always like in a good mood. Yeah. So, yeah. like, you know, like, I'll do anything. You're friendly. Yeah, so, yes. um, yeah, this was a lot of fun, actually. I had, I had this all the fun. Oh, yay. Yeah. So glad. Amazing. Well, yes. We'll see you guys okay, well, time. um, toodaloo. <laughs> um, and I'll be, um, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to listen to the shit out of the rest of your episodes. Now I'm going to have to dive into the canon, you know? Yeah. Yes. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, until we see you in person, thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Bye.